Welcome to the Commercial Know-How Podcast, where mortgage brokers learn how to successfully launch, manage and grow a commercial finance business. I'm your host, Belinda Gibson. Join me as I draw on more than 25 years of property finance expertise to show you how to diversify beyond residential and build a growing business for all seasons. Don't forget to hit subscribe and visit commercialknowhow.com.au to download my free ebook to help you get started in commercial finance. Now sit back and enjoy the episode. So the first tip is understanding your client's financial goals. Are they buying to own, occupy or invest? So determine their objectives and assess how commercial property will align with their goals. Are they looking for capital growth, the rental yield or business security? Some investors love commercial property because the tenant pays the outgoings. They're actually receiving 100% of the rent um, and they're also getting GST on top of that. Um, In addition, the commercial lease may have some um, inflation built into that with some 3% rate increases or more, plus options to renew. If it's an owner-occupied purchase, it may be about business security and having that asset where it's in a different entity and the business is paying rent to themselves. Number two is assessing your client's borrowing capacity. So take a close look at their financial situation to determine how much they can afford to borrow, what lending value ratio will apply and what funds to complete the purchase they have. Um, in the capacity to repay the loan, you'll also be assessing for addbacks, things like depreciation and interest. Um, another one to consider is if they're already leasing and paying rent, but the rent ceases in the future when they buy the property, you can add that expense back as well. Number three is to research the lending institutions or banks on offer. Explore the options that are available to you and compare the interest rates, the fees, the loan terms and the charges from different lenders. While I um, have put together a list of some banks for you to consider, it's not an exhausting list and commercial lenders available may differ depending on what aggregator that you are with, but please ensure you are accredited with them or you can obtain accreditation. In the brochure that is downloadable from today's episode, I have put together a list of some major banks that you can consider for financing solutions and some non-major banks as well. Um, Further to that, there is a brief list of private lenders um, that you could also consider, particularly if you have a client where um, current financial data is not available or they have a very complex lending structure. This is where your private lenders can come into play because they have a simple approach. Quite often it might be a low doc or a light doc scenario, um, which is going to be much simpler than a full assessment with a major institution. The next one is your credit memo. Um, Write your credit paper, even if it's brief to begin with. Now this should cover the five C's of credit uh, and it can be brief initially just to obtain indicative appetite 
lenders' terms, um, which will include the rate, the fees, and what LVR they're prepared to offer you. Lenders want to see some well-thought-out notes that demonstrate your client's viability for the commercial or business finance. Um, as a tip, um, refer to our episode about the five C's of credit and download the brochure there. What you really want to look at is some basic things around what's your client's background, what are they buying or refinancing, where's the money coming from for funds to complete, do they have the capacity to repay, um, go into some details, we'll put some tips together for writing um, credit papers that you can also refer to in the future. Number five is that golden rule in real estate, location, location, location. It plays a crucial role in commercial property purchases and refinances. When you are talking about the security property in your credit paper, remember to put some details around where it's located. While it's great to um, record the suburb and postcode, what we want to know is that more granular detail. What council does it sit in? What are the major roads nearby? Is it easily accessible? Are there restrictions in the area? Is it metro, regional or remote? These things do impact your lending value ratio and your loan term. And the location can impact other things um, like risk assessment and competitive properties nearby. Number six is the property type. So the property type plays a crucial role in the security risk of the property and if it's deemed to be specialised or not. The property type can impact your lending value ratio and also the lender's appetite. Standard properties include things like shops, retail, office, factories, warehouses, industrial buildings, medical or consulting suites. Specialised properties are often deemed to be hotels, so think pubs and clubs, uh, motels and accommodation, leisure places, um, think caravan parks um, or more general um, leisure things like fun parks, for example. Um, petrol stations is another good one that always comes up in specialised and childcare can also be determined as specialised with some lenders. So make sure you go into some detail around what they're actually buying. Number seven is property yield. So look at the potential rental income or the lease term, options to renew and who play pays the outgoings like council rates, water, building insurance, land taxes and GST. Now, some of those blue chip long-term leases, the tenant will be paying the land tax. So that's an important consideration to add into your notes. Your client should also be reviewing the section 32 in the contract before signing. You want to check that the terms um, of the loan, but also the purchase align with their goals. Number eight is lender at risk. So while the client will conduct a thorough inspection and evaluation of the property, ensure there are no hidden issues that could affect its value, future risk, the ability for the lender to take a mortgage or something else that could impact your client. 
like a neighbouring development. Things to consider here uh, may be asbestos, soil contamination, unrepaired damage or developmental approvals in the area. So do the deal with due diligence or in, more importantly, ensure your client does. Um, number nine is um, to consider multiple financing options. So plan A might be your primary bank, um, but you might also have a, a plan B in place. Say, for example, if it's going to take three weeks to get a valuation done with bank A, but you don't need one with bank B, well, then there's your, your second option there. So my tip here is to consider more than one lender for your client scenario. Which lender is going to be in their best interest? What terms and rates have been presented? What loan terms are on offer? And if is evaluation required? How long will the report take? Explore different financing options such as traditional bank loans, second tier lender, commercial mortgages, or even private financiers, depending on the availability or complexity of financial information, like I uh, mentioned earlier. When I'm putting together scenarios for my clients, I normally recommend three lenders and I'll go through each of those banks offerings with them. We'll generally have one um, as our preferred option and then we'll have a second as our plan B. Um, as a secondary tip here, have a look if there are any government grants or stamp duty concessions available for your client. Um, right now in Victoria, there are some stamp duty concessions if you are buying a commercial or industrial property um, in a regional area. So do check that and find out what is available. Um, the last one, number 10, is to ensure your client seeks professional advice. When clients are buying a commercial property, one of the very first questions I always ask them is, have you spoken to your accountant about the borrowing entity? Generally, they already have, um, and they'll either be buying in a special purpose vehicle, a company entity that's just going to hold this particular property or they might be setting up a separate trust. Um, while it's important um, to consult with experienced professionals like us in the finance industry, other professionals or trusted advisors that will make up your client's team um, will include um, their real estate agent, their accountant, possibly a buyer's agent, a solicitor or a conveyancer who may or may not be specialising in commercial property finance, but they will need a team of people on board. One tip here which I highly recommend is to pre-prepare a list of professional services that you can recommend to your clients. I have a list where I have a group of trusted advisors where I have two or three in every category solicitors, conveyances, accountants, buyers, advocates that I give to my client um, in a welcome pack right from the get-go. Remember though, it is essential to do your own research and tailor these tips to your client specific situations. Keep an eye on the market and be aware of any changes in 
regulations, interest rates, or other factors that could impact your client's commercial property finance decisions. And last but not least, today's discussion around 10 hot tips about commercial property finance is available to download in a brochure format. I hope you've today, um, enjoyed today's episode and I do hope that one of one or two of today's tips will help you in your next discussion with your client. Thanks for listening to the Commercial Know-How podcast and don't forget to visit us at commercialknowhow.com.au where you can download my free ebook to help you get started in commercial finance and to also get in touch with me. Please make sure that you subscribe on your favourite podcast player so that you don't miss an episode. Thanks for listening and see you soon. Thanks for listening to the Commercial Know-How podcast. Don't forget to visit commercialknowhow.com.au where you can get in touch with me or download my free ebook to help you get started in the commercial lending space. If you enjoy the show, please hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. See you soon.